Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 643-17 before 7. Tommy Tucker, WWL. Republicans in the House are talking about passing a fair tax. Well, let's break it down, see what it is, what it would do, whether it's got a fair shot of passing with John Buell, researcher at the Urban Brookings Tax Policy Center. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Let's start with um, definitions. Flat tax, fair tax, consumption tax, three different things, cousins, what? Uh, yeah, I would say they can all be cousins, and it depends on what you want to end up doing. But basically, the fair tax uh, would replace all of our taxes on the books right now, payroll, income, corporate, whatever, with a uh, national sales tax, um, and which you can certainly think of as a consumption tax. Um, there have been ideas in the past to have a flat tax on the income side, which would mean uh, one rate for everybody, getting rid of basically all the deductions that we have on the books. And economically, those can kind of produce similar effects. But uh, this one in particular would put a uh, 30% sales tax on basically everything we buy. So it would be a consumption tax tax uh, yes that's correct okay yeah consumption mm-hmm. tax sorry so um it would put a 30 percent. it would put a 30 percent tax on everything in lieu everything you buy in lieu of anybody paying income tax correct or yeah not? so when you get your paycheck and you see income taxes taken out payroll taxes get taken out that would go away um, so, I mean, you know, right there, that's a key selling point for people. And most people would like to, would like that when you but, tell them. But, um, but, people, but, there's yeah. a but in there, John. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. uh, most people don't like filing a tax return. But now what's going to happen is if this were actually going to go into effect is everything you buy at the store, you know, we're all used to paying state sales taxes. Well, now there would also be a 30% federal sales tax. Um, so that's a really significant price increase for basically everything from, you know, groceries to electronic goods to also to real estate. This would apply to basically everything, and it would have to apply to everything if it was going to be revenue neutral and not increase the deficit. So that $100,000 car, presuming people would buy you may buy one, John, I don't know, but I, you've got $100,000. I wouldn't spend that much, but if you got a $100,000 car, it's going to be $130,000 when you add just that consumption tax on, and then you got all the sales taxes, local and everything else? That is right. And uh, But what's funny is I, I imagine the typical person who can afford a $100,000 car would actually probably come out ahead in this system. I'd be more worried about the person who wants to buy like a $10,000 used car and having $3,000 added onto that. Um, Expand you know, on that, please. At- yeah. 
Expand sure, yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, looking at the numbers, a large swath of the middle class would actually see their taxes go up uh, if this went into effect, because as much as none of us like income taxes, um, there's a lot of deductions and tax credits that we're all eligible for. And so the actual end of the, you know, the actual effective tax rate we all end up paying uh, for a lot of people it would go up. And for the people who would see a big tax cut, it would actually be the, the wealthy who would see the most benefit from this. Because I would guess by percentage, they're spending and again, barring luxury purposes, I've been watching Succession on HBO Max. Have you seen that, John? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, so so people like that, they spend uh, a less percentage of their income, um, although they're still spending a lot of money, but it's a lower percentage, so hence the percentage of tax is lower than it would be on somebody making 30000 a year. Accurate? That's right. Yep, that's correct. So it would be a regressive tax, not a progressive tax. Yeah, and that's right. And I mean, depending on how into the weeds you want to get into this, I mean, the idea of adding some kind of federal consumption or sales tax has been tossed around before. And there are ways to do it that would be a little bit more progressive or at least, you know, address the effects that we're talking about now. But uh, the proposal that's in front of us right now, uh, it, it would be regressive. I think the main selling point that proponents would tell you is that there would be um, a large benefit of economic growth under this system. But uh, even that, I think, is probably overstated. John, I play golf. I spend a lot of my time in the weeds. So let's go. Tell me about um, a way where it could work. Somebody, uh, a friend of mine, it's a banker, suggested maybe it'd be better to have, if you want to help poor people, just eliminate the tax on food and pharmaceuticals, the uh, consumption tax, would that be a way to make it less regressive? And yeah. But then again, you so got to look a- at the bottom line, right? I mean, go ahead. No, absolutely. And so you've basically raised the two problems that, yeah, you can have that kind of exemption, but when you're trying to replace all the revenue the federal government collects, then you're probably going to start adding to the deficit. Now, as you know, states often have some kind of you know, uh, exemption for groceries and basic necessities. Um, but, you know, there's two ways you can make the tax a bit easier to, to digest for people who spend more of their money to buy necessities as a percentage. So you could do what this bill does, which is called a prebate. So basically everyone would get like a monthly stipend to to more or less cover the cost. No, wait, let me, let, the things we need. let me just jump in for a second, John, for people that, that it's early in the morning, maybe that flew by. And what that means is much like an attorney advertising, uh, a personal injury attorney, everybody gets a check, correct? That's right, yes. It would be for everyone, and uh, it would be the easiest way to make sure that people lower down the income ladder aren't hit quite as hard as they would be if we just unleashed the tax without any kind of uh, protection anyway. But basically, that monthly stipend uh, or that monthly benefit to offset necessities, uh, it, it's, it's another way to handle what you just mentioned, which is that you can either exempt things like groceries or you can provide people cash to try to offset the, the regressivity that we've been talking about. So if you're cutting, it almost sounds like a pyramid scheme to me in that you're cutting tax, you're cutting, uh, you're sending send everybody a check, you're doing away with the income tax, you're adding the 30% um, consumption tax. At some point, you got to look at the bottom line. And I got, I would think, barring cutting spending, and look, people can text me about, yeah, we're spending too much. It doesn't matter. Republican or Democrat, they're going to continue to spend, spend, spend. That's what they do, right? So go ahead. Give me your thoughts on that. No, sir. 
certainly, certainly, you know, the, the larger budget debate is going to require some talks of spending cuts and tax increases future, further down the road. I think we're all aware of that. In this case, though, I think the bigger problem is, uh, you know, we're already talking about a 30 percent sales tax rate on top of everything else. But I don't think that rate would actually be enough for what the sponsors want to do. They want this to be deficit neutral and not have this actually bring in less revenue that we're bringing in now. But they're not really accounting for, I think, we would see some really big avoidance um, from uh, businesses collecting and remitting the tax because a tax that high is just going to be such a large incentive to try to find ways not to have to, to collect that and remit that because it would just help pad your bottom line. And, um, you know, the federal, the, you know, Congress is not as used to dealing with sales tax avoidance. Um, states are. European countries are, they have value-added taxes, and it's a big problem uh, that I think maybe Congress just isn't quite used to uh, thinking about yet. And so I think when you consider the avoidance and evasion problem, then the rate you're looking at would probably have to be more into the 40s if you don't want to add to the deficit. Hang on, we'll pick it up here. We'll come back. If you have any questions or comments, 504-260-1870. That's the Oakland Heart Jeweler Talk and Text Line. We're talking about a consumption tax, 30% on everything that is uh, being, I guess, kicked around in the corridors of Congress. Will it pass? Does it have a fair chance of passing? I I don't think it will. And and the other concern I have is that we keep talking about deficit down the road, and I've been walking down that road for 12 years now, and deficit continues or the debt continues to go up, and um, we keep talking about it. John Buell, researcher at the Urban Brookings Tax Policy Center, is our guest. We'll pick it up here when we come back. Right now it's time for traffic on WWL. 656 and a half, Tommy Tucker, WWL, Friday morning, talking about a consumption tax that the Republicans, some Republicans, are talking about. John Buell, researcher at the Urban Brookings Tax Policy Center, is helping to talk us through it. Somebody texted in, John, that it would be a good way for people, uh, we have a lot of fishermen here in the area, hairdressers, uh, food servers, they even included prostitutes, that they would be able, they would uh, have to pay taxes and they're not taxing, being taxed now because the money is a cash business. And when they would go to turn that money into some type of good, they would be taxed. I don't know. What are the numbers showing that? Is there any way to ex- estimate what taxes people aren't paying? Yeah, so as far as closing the tax gap or going after people who aren't currently paying, uh, this doesn't necessarily change a lot of the dynamics because, I mean, it, that, that more depends on are you doing something legal or are you doing something illegal. If you're running a legal cash business where you're already reporting your income, then it's not going to do much of anything. Um, but if you're running an under-the-table business, um, you know, then, you know, you're, you're – you're you're already kind of off the radar, and so I, I yeah I think either way this isn't really a, this isn't about bringing illicit activity into the tax base uh, because that's just a whole separate problem. And I just wonder how much it would be anyway. Yeah, understand what I'm saying? Because yeah, how would right. you put an estimate on it? How would you even go about that, John? When it comes to estimating what it would do, uh, revenue neutral would it increase the the debt? You're saying it would increase the debt, right? Yeah, because um, if there's any any little bit of avoidance and evasion, then this is not going to cover the federal government's current revenue stream. Uh, and so I think that there would be a sizable gap. Uh, plus, this uh, bill has uh, uh, some provisions so that states who would be actually tasked with implementing this tax would be able to uh, keep some of the revenue so that they could uh, hire enough people and have the resources to, to run this new system. So really, when you take everything together, there, I don't see any way that this would come out deficit neutral. Well, along those lines, what about the IRS? Would there be any need for it? 
Yeah, so that's so. Here's the key selling point. Another thing, if people technically t- tend not to like the IRS. Yeah, key so selling point is the a, IRS. Key selling yeah. point. Nice phrase there, John. Go ahead. Exactly. The problem is, I would say they're not really doing that. They're outsourcing the job. So maybe you're closing IRS HQ, but you're essentially creating 50 new IRS field offices across the country because, like I said, someone's going to have to run this new tax system. Someone's going to have to make sure that businesses and taxpayers are complying with it. And it's actually a pretty difficult and expensive endeavor. And so I think the savings from, quote, eliminating the IRS would actually be pretty close to zero. Is this just an intellectual exercise? Does this have any chance of passing? No. Uh, Speaker McCarthy has already implied that he's not uh, supportive of the bill. And, of course, the Senate and the president will not go for it. Um, but really, though, I would say I, I would not expect this to go anywhere. But at the end of the day, like we've been talking about the debt and deficit, I think some kind of consumption tax could be in our future. And so we'll still have discussions like these, but I just don't think it's going to be this proposal. Thank you, John. I appreciate your time. Have a good weekend. John Buell, research at the Urban Brookings Tax Policy Center. Until you stop spending it's going to kind of be hard. It's going to be hard to revise the taxation system, and they love to spend. We're going to come back talk to Rafael Goneche about crime in New Orleans. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.